a breath because you've arrived to the Bliss Tonic Podcast where bliss is not about rising above the human experience, but rather being your whole messy, beautiful, authentic self. In this podcast, you'll learn how to master the art of non-judgmental self-inquiry, learn new ways to play this game of humanity instead of being played, and connect to the wisdom of both ancient and modern philosophy and esoteric practices. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, and I offer you an inside look into my learnings as a yogi, spiritual life coach, and intuitive. Let's get into this episode. by taking a nice deep breath in through the nose out the mouth relaxing the jaw two more in the nose out the mouth soften the tongue and the mouth last one And let it out. Welcome. It's so lovely to be back in this space sharing with you. And today we're going to talk about energy maintenance and how we have varying levels of energy maintenance depending on what's going on in our life that requires us to do, you know, different practices or if we're called to do different practices, whether it's more or less in order to just maintain a sense of vitality, inspiration, rest, and we all need different things at different times. So what is energy maintenance? It's practices or rituals that amplify or cleanse or clear your energy channels. And I like to, I really want to spend more time getting more grounded and more grounded to different things that I mean. I don't want to just be stuck in this um, etheric, um, spiritual uh, verbiage. So what do I mean by that? Those practices that, or rituals that amplify or cleanse your energy channels. So here's a couple different examples of this. So if we spend all day binge watching Netflix, cool, maybe we do need that. But if we create a habit of consistently entraining our energy to that of technology instead of nature, it creates disharmony. And so many of us are addicted to our phones and just cycle through from app to app to app Sometimes perhaps it's under control, sometimes not, but it's something that I see is just becoming so, so common in myself and in many of the people that I surround myself with. 
even spiritual people, especially spiritual people, as we're fed this um, narrative that we have to always show up on social media, that we have to always be accessible to people. So that's just one way that that shows up. So another way is our brains are actually wired to keep creating more of the same familiar emotions unless we do something to disrupt that. So when we are doing these practices that either amplify or cleanse our energy channels, it's creating the space for something new to come about for new emotional states and for accessing new experiences in life that are going to get us closer to our deep heartfelt desires. Another way that this can show up is we lack boundaries and we give too much of our focus and attention to maybe the wrong things, the wrong people, right? And it's, and the, here's what I want to touch about this, right? So if we, if we give too much of our energy, let's say to people or we're in crowds and we feel like our energy is drained in crowds, I just want to say that it's not their fault. And it's why I use this term like energy maintenance instead of, you know, going down this path of exploring being an empath and taking on people's energies and, and kind of like putting the blame of your empathic abilities on the people who drain you. When in reality, it's on you because everyone is different. It takes all types of people to live in this embodied dualistic human experience. And it's your job to maintain your own energy. Another way that this shows up is hustle culture. This is something that's so common. And I'm in this world of entrepreneurship or solopreneurship. Not anymore, but (laughs) entrepreneurship. And we're told that we have to always show up, right? I paid a lot of money for a six-month coaching program, and it was fantastic. Um, But the advice was to show up and do these launches and offers like six to eight weeks. And for me, that just didn't feel right, (laughs) right? Like that's a lot of work for every six to eight weeks and getting into a flow and yeah, So that's something that is really, really common, actually, and it's a really masculine way about going about launches, making money, Um, yeah, hustle culture. We all know what I mean. And this is also, too, showing up for every phone call, responding to every text message in the moment, all of that stuff, every DM feeling like we owe people something. Another way our energy kind of gets muddled is in drama and gossip. When we put our energy and awareness into other people, it's not in ourselves. Our focused attention, which is so precious as it guides where our energy flows, flows into other people. And this is another kind of like way I like to wrap around this way that I don't know what has gotten so toxic about this like empath um, and having empathic abilities. Like we all have them. 
and I can't remember who it was, but I was, I think it was a real, who knows, real TikTok, it all blurs together in social media these days, um, about like this idea of people being special for being empaths. Like if you don't have empathy, you're like clinically a sociopath (laughs) and yeah, I just find it so interesting that it's like, oh, I can't be around all these people because I'm an empath. Like when in reality, we just need these practices to help us figure out, um, A, what works for us without putting the blame on other people and B, how to maintain, cleanse, um, and put boundaries around our own energy. Um, another way that this can... Sh- our, our energy can be like muddled or need to be cleared is when we use substances that draw from our energy field or when we engage with life in survival mode, it causes us to be addicted to stress and create more of it. So definitely when you use substances that draw from our energy field or deplete our energy or, you know, and it's, I really like talking about this because it's something that is so huge right now in the spiritual community is like going out and doing all these drugs that alter consciousness. And I think there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I just think it's another way we get caught up in this idea of a quick fix when being a human is very far from um, a quick experience, especially when we start to think about the concept of time and our ability to perceive time differently depending on the state of our mind. So if we engage with life in survival mode, we are addicted to the chemicals that our body creates. Like we are used to creating that level of chemicals and we can become depleted. And I think it's so interesting that a lot of these practices are embodiment practices that have to do with the physical body. And I don't mean necessarily exercise or yoga asana, but a lot of these practices are about moving energy within the body. And this is important because most of the messages are from body to brain, not brain to body. And so these practices and energy maintenance make a real difference in our ability to stand firm in our energy, have plenty to give. It softens our frayed nervous systems and it just makes us better people when we have more time to uh, put pause in our reactivity to take time to journal and integrate lessons and learnings. And I think it's important to say that our levels of energy maintenance will vary. Um, And this is interesting because a part of hustle culture is embodied in this energy maintenance practice. Like we could say yoga, we could say, um, I do spiritual stuff all the time, every single day, or I go to yoga classes five days a week, six days a week for 21 days in a row. Like we have to really ask ourselves what is serving us. 
Um, and so I know there's a lot of guilt that can actually happen around these practices that are really powerful, really serving us, right? Daily meditation, um, or intense practices versus, you know, the occasional practice. And I think that I really wanted to talk about this because I know several people and I myself have gone through endless cycles and it's just time to stop with the guilt of like I need to be showing up the same way every day and start to put into practice a more embodied way of engaging with energy maintenance practices like meditation, like breath work, like um, yoga, or the any number of amazing practices out there, Reiki. There's so much that we are blessed with to embrace our human potential to heal ourselves. And whatever that means, right? So we have times when we our practice is sporadic. We have times when we are engaging with practice in a really intense way. And so I want to kind of talk about it in terms of like low, medium, and high. And when when do we know it's time to change levels of energy maintenance as far as how we show up for our practice, whatever that practice is for you. And that can change all the time. So we have low energy maintenance is for perhaps if you've accumulated enough inner contentment through spiritual practices, through um, an intense practice that you've built up. Um, Yeah, when you just are feeling like, sometimes I like to think about this low energy maintenance also in the context of um, rest. Like sometimes we go through intense periods of energy maintenance, of intense meditation rituals every morning at 5 a.m. Like I, I did that. I do that sometimes. I go through those phases of I need to get up and I need to meditate and do like a two-hour practice and cool. And then I go through phases where I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to meditate or do my tapping or do my breath work when I feel called to. So those periods of intense practice accumulate a certain energetic quality within you, a certain contentment, a certain safety. And I want to say too that these practices can also be the practice of inner reflection and self-study and journaling and just getting to know your habits and your reactions and getting to um, accept and allow your shadow. Like that's another layer of this energy maintenance is just shadow work. So that's like low energy maintenance. Medium is status quo. Um, it is uh, something that you do to just kind of maintain. Maybe it's your like five minute daily meditation. Maybe it's like your five days a week, um, short practice that you do. So medium is just like maintaining the status quo. High is for when you are seeking a specific goal that requires 
a higher level of energy. So maybe it's for production, for output, for inspiration, for showing up and parenting the way you want to parent, right? So this is like, I want change and I want it now. I'm ready to go into this higher level of energy maintenance so that I can have more to give. And what that looks like at each level gets to change too. What is defined as high energy maintenance may become your medium or low. So if you're, if you are doing, if for you, you're meditating five days a week, it's like your high energy maintenance and it makes you feel really good. You, and how do you know? Because you have high levels of energy to give. You feel inspired. You feel motivated. You're doing what you say you're going to do. You're following through on yourself and, and everything that you know you need for you. You're taking care of yourself. And maybe that becomes your medium energy maintenance and there's a new level for you as you up level and as you increase your ability to out to put energy out into the world to take a stage and allow yourself to be seen in whatever that looks like for you so as you refine the practice of effortless effort this can all change. And this is like really where I have been at lately is refining effortless effort so that those periods of high intensity energy maintenance practices so that I can put out really big things into the world does not feel like work, that it is completely effortless. And that is so key. Because we get so caught up sometimes in energy maintenance practices, meditation, whatever it happens to be, that it stresses us the fuck out sometimes. We put pressure on ourselves to show up in a way that we're not being called to show up. Or we need to show up in a way and that we're being called to show up in and we're not following through. We're not doing what we say we're going to do because we want to do it. And in these cases, it's often we're getting secondary gain. This is in the coaching world, secondary gain. If the practice, whatever you're doing isn't working, often there is this secondary gain. Something you're gaining from staying where you are. And no matter what you do, as far as like practices to address that, like you're not really going to move anywhere until you address that secondary gain. So... As you refine this practice of effortless effort, it becomes easier to follow through on what you say you're going to do. And that's really an important piece of this. So we become less reactive. This is like the goal is to refine effortless effort and we become less reactive to the unfolding process, which means changing our practice as we need to. We don't have to react to it and make it mean something it doesn't. That's what our brain does. It makes meaning out of everything. And I have to say, that's super cool and it's super annoying. (laughs) Right? You can make this minute little thing that you did mean that you're a bad person. 
You can make it mean that um, you're better than everyone else, right? We make it mean stuff that it doesn't mean. And the less reactive we are to what we're being called to show up for, the happier we're going to be. If we can just surrender to the flow of our energy, oh, we are so much more content. And this is really the work that I've been doing lately is, oh, I feel angry and content. I feel stressed and anxious and I'm okay. I'm like happy underneath that. And it's really this accumulation of meditative practice with this deep inner work. So how do we know it's time to shift to a different level of energy maintenance, whether we're going like down or up, whatever that means. And I'm putting this in a hierarchy, but know that high energy maintenance isn't better, (laughs) isn't necessarily better. Okay. So how do we know it's time to shift into doing something different? We may get a natural pull to do or not do. I'm really being pulled to do this. Like for instance, this podcast, I have been so called to put out larger amounts of content. Um, and I'm finally getting to this place where I am doing it. So I feel so pulled to do this. You may feel really pulled to do a certain meditation or you may be pulled to like, I just don't want to meditate every day. (laughs) That's okay too. As you transition to high energy maintenance, you may get an increase in energy and inspiration. And this only happens when there's space for it to unfold. We have to take action. That's a really, really important piece of this whole process is trusting ourselves so much that we know that it's safe to transition. It's safe for us to up-level. It's safe for us to take time off to integrate in different ways. But we have to take action on it and we have to address secondary gain if we feel like they're, if we're not following through on what we feel like. Okay, it also depends on why. Why are you shifting your energy maintenance? Like there, there maybe is some cases where you just feel like you don't want to meditate anymore and it's a form of self-sabotage. It's our shadow saying like, okay, we did it, let's coast. Um, we don't need to do this anymore, right? That could That is a thing. Maybe we want to shift our energy maintenance level because we have a really big goal or a really big project. We have to ask ourselves, how motivated are you to complete that? Like, do you want it more than anything? And when someone asks you what you're manifesting, you just know what to say. You know right away, this is what I'm manifesting. This is what I'm calling in. Are you fed up with your own shit yet? Like, these are all questions around shifting your energy maintenance to reach a a big goal or project. It's like, are you actually fed up with the way things are? Are you sick of where you're at right now? Knowing what we want gives us really good direction, but it does not give us action. That 
we have to do consciously. We have to engage with it consciously. We have to address our resistance to change. And I also have to say that I personally go through periods of intense practice and then periods of taking time off to just do the occasional practice that serves me. But I always feel called back to practice. I always feel called to something. Maybe it's a different practice. Maybe it's just what do I feel like today instead of doing the same practice every day. So allowing yourself space to take time off is valid, important, and sometimes we need that in order to create space for something new. The only question we have to ask when we're moving from like a higher energy maintenance to a lower one is why am I being called to this so that I can integrate or am I self-sabotaging my progress? And you're the only one who has the answer to that. I'm not here to tell you that it, you have to show up and meditate every single day at the same time every day in order to be a happy human. That's not the case for me lately at all. I really, all summer, have set this really intentional goal to just be happy and enjoy every moment of summer. And so that's what I've been doing. And my practice has been sporadic as I have been really almost in a winter of my life, integrating a lot of new things I've been learning with my coaching program and all the new certifications I've been in and deeper and deeper levels of shadow work on an individual level and allowing in deeper levels of shadow work on a collective level into my consciousness and holding space for it. And yet the practice calls me back. And yet this podcast calls me back. And so here I am (laughs) sweating in a car at one of my kids' therapy appointments recording this next to the highway. Because that's the only way that I can get this energy and motivation to continue is to just start and let it be imperfect because that's what I'm being called to do. So I would love for you to take a moment to get your journal out and ask yourself, am I being called to low energy, energy maintenance, medium or high? Is there a big goal you're working towards? What, what are you working through? Oftentimes I find that low energy maintenance periods are meant for integration, rest, and the inner work that is more contemplative, embracing the contentment and imperfection of your life. That's a beautiful process. That is all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this inaugural season four episode, share it with a friend, click the 
stars, to leave a little rating, write a review, whatever you feel called to do. I'm so grateful for you to take the time to listen to this podcast. And I hope you have the most lovely day.